Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another series of Mama We Made It. Kev, I am so proud of us. This is our third podcast in three weeks. It's a new record for us. I hopefully we do keep this up. Um, I had a great week so far. How have you been, Kev? You know, I've been I've been pretty good. I went back home to New Jersey and just spent time with family, spent time with my mom during Mother's Day. Um, so it was it was a nice relaxing weekend. And um, but it's good to be back. Good to be able to talk to you guys. And uh, we have Hedjun back. Um, so he's been on the podcast now for like I, I can't even remember. He's basically like a regular member now. So what's up, Hedjun? Hello, hello. And um, so we also have a special guest tonight, and her name is Erica. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Erica, how have you been? I know that you, um, a lot of people don't know, but um, for our listeners who do listen, Erica has been providing the last two podcast topics, or she did provide them to us. And, you know, we had really great conversations. So thank you so much for that. Um, how have you been, Erica? How was your week? Um, I've been doing pretty well. I mean, it's, it's been a long week. But, yeah. Hump days know, over, though. Wednesday. Yeah. So this topic is actually very interesting. Um, and I think it's really relevant to all of us because uh, we are... Um, you know, not we're not recent grads, but we haven't been in the workforce for that long. And seeing the people that are graduating right now, I think this is the last class that we actually know, right, Kev? Yeah, so actually, when we were seniors in college, um, the kids that are graduating now are freshmen, and, and it's kind of crazy to see that they're all grown up, graduating, going through senior week, and um, really, like, figuring out their lives. They have, like, full-time jobs and all lined up and it's just crazy some are going to grad school so it's for for a lot of them it's a really exciting time but i know for for me specifically it was kind of a scary time right after i graduated so it it, there there's just like so many different stages of life that people people could be going through um at this moment so it's it's pretty crazy so Yeah, so speaking on the stages of life, Erica suggested that we talk about what we've learned, what we've come to learn, and what we're learning still, what we're in the process of learning. Um, So I wanted to ask you guys to kind of get this ball rolling. What were your majors in school? Um, What was it like when you first graduated? Did you guys get jobs that pertain to your major in school? And what was like the biggest challenge that you guys had coming out of school? So, I mean, when, so I graduated with an exercise science major um, from GW, uh, School of Public Health, and the job that I got right after school was actually a job with the MLB network as a, as like a logger, so I would log different plays for baseball games and things like that, so obviously that was not anything related to my exercise science background and um, it was a fun time but it was some it was something that I wanted to fulfill a passion of that I had in terms of trying to make my way into sports and trying to get a foothold in a, the sports world and see what that type of world is like so Erica or Hedrin what what were your guys's majors like did I mean for me my experience was completely different I didn't I didn't have a job that was related to my major at all. Did you? Yeah, so, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I graduated with a psych degree, so I changed my major multiple times. Uh, I came in as a bio major, thinking that I was gonna be like a bio researcher or anything like that. Um, and then I ended up switching over to business school because I thought like marketing was pretty cool. Um, Wait, so you switched three times, dude? I did. I was like your roommate. And I graduated friend. on time, so that's yeah. incredible. Well, I was your friend for like four years. I didn't even know you yeah. were in the business no, school. I didn't, I didn't really want to, you know. Well, and, and then I knew you were doing film for a while, too. Yeah, so ooh, um, uh, I, was in, I was into media production for, for, for a while, too. So I took up some like creative writing and screenwriting classes and um, took up some internships uh with like documentary making and and uh, media production and then i ended up settling down on a psych degree and um now i'm i'm in advertising um 
but it, it took a long time to get there. Mm. So um, right after school, you after you graduated, did you did you get into advertising, or was it something that wasn't like so? Uh, graduating, I wanted, I, I knew I wanted to do some sort of marketing. Okay. Um, that always had um, an impact. Um, taking some business courses, um, but when I first graduated, uh, all I wanted to do was travel. So I basically booked a one-way ticket to Europe um, because my girlfriend at the time was based in Switzerland. So it was kind of easy, right? Um, and since I didn't have a job lined up, I, I just ended up buying a one-way ticket, and I was like, I'll come back when I come back. Um, and I ended up taking like a three-month break, just travel around Europe, and it was like the best time of my life. Um, and I, I still would do it all over again if I had the choice. Um, and then it took me about my first job out of college was a was a sales associate. At City Sports, which is now bankrupt, um, and I, I had had a couple of like all jobs here and there to make like ends meet, and uh, and an unpaid internship to um, as a like a social media intern to like pad up my resume. So and then I'm I'm here. So what about you, Erica? Where has life taken you after graduation? Right, so I graduated three years ago in 2014. Um, I double majored in public policy and English in undergrad, and so I was very interested in that intersection between just public affairs, politics, and communications, and so I ended up taking a job at a PR agency right near Metro Center, which was a really great first job. Um, had a lot of clients around higher education, global affairs, crisis, which was the bane of my existence <laughs> at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a really good experience. It was definitely different from just like classroom learning, I would say, but it was a good transition, I would say. When you first transitioned, because for myself, when I first started working, I was like, wow, I never want to go back to school. This is the life. But I know for you, you're, you know, you're studying for GREs right now. You're yeah, planning, you're gearing up to go back. Mm -hmm. Do you start, are you starting to miss school? I would say I missed school like, uh, like nine months out of undergrad. I think it was just the lack of like intellectual stimulation. Like you do a lot at work and you learn a lot of skills, but you're not necessarily like learning new knowledge. I don't know. I mean, I, I learned, but it, it's just different. I'm a, I'm a nerd at heart. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely feel you too. Um, I'm glad I did my master's right away. Yeah, I'm um, jealous. In, in a way. But at the same time, I kind of do miss school. Uh, even now, and it's only been like maybe less than six months since I've actually graduated and got my degree. But you know, it's always great to have that consistent learning. Yeah, it's, available it's expensive. To you. No, it absolutely it is. It is so expensive. Yeah. Um, for myself, I graduated with an information systems uh, master's, and I've been doing intern work at this firm in Farragut North right now called the Midtown Group. And um, I started off as an intern and, um, you know, doing intern stuff. Uh, not what you guys would be expecting at all. Uh, being was getting coffee for people, you know, just like answering the phones and doing stuff like that. But uh, slowly carved my role as a um, as one of the design coders there. So that's what I do now. And so life has been really, really different. And it's only been three years since we've graduated. But I know for a fact that we all have unique changes that we went through. So for you, Erica, what was the biggest change that you think? Um, has really shifted maybe your perspective on life or who you are as a person today? Yeah, that's a really good question, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just mocking Dave because I know he says it all the time to, to his co-host, Kevin. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> um, just so you guys know, before let me interject. Erica's like a really avid listener of our podcast uh, just to kind of like embarrass her a little bit. And she's she says she notices all of our quirks and mannerisms. things like that and that and that type of stuff so uh, maybe she could give you guys uh all of our quirks <laughs> at the end of our podcast but um, but yeah dave that was um that was a great question <laughs> sorry i had to say it again um i would say hmm i would say the biggest change i felt day to day the first few months was that i was very far from my friends like we all scattered after graduation, like I haven't seen some of them since they graduated and it's been about three years. Um, 
Like we just moved to different cities and took different jobs and people pursued their passions, but it was definitely different. Like you're not living you know, down the hall from them. You're not getting milkshakes at like two in the morning or studying at like ungodly hours. Um, so it was just different to feel like you're doing something alone. Like you're taking a job that's very different from, you know, your friends in med school or in law school or people who are working on Wall Street. Um, and just learning how my friends best communicated because we didn't have a group text anymore that we used often. Like some people respond better to text. Some people like, you know, like myself, like they don't, we don't text back. Um, or some people are just phone call people or they Skype or they want to talk every day or they never talk to you at all. Like people are just different communication wise. And I don't think I realized that until we were far apart. And so just learning how to be very deliberate about making time for one another was a big growing pain, um, but definitely worth it. So, Hedjin, did you have any similar experiences or parallels to what Erica was talking about in terms of maybe changes from college to post-grad life, but all, maybe specifically in terms of friendships, relationships, anything like that? Did, did those get impacted because you graduated from college? Yeah, um, I feel like in college um, we had a lot more freedom. Um, also, that came with consequences, right? But um, like, I could have skipped class anytime I wanted. I could go out drinking at like on a Wednesday night and like, you know, like not have mm. to worry about anything. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me was um, getting into the routine of things because I was, you know, I was like, yeah, sure, I was going to class and whatever, but like, I also had that freedom of like doing whatever I wanted to do but like now if I skip work it's just like you know like I could be fired for or something you <laughs> yeah know, you could be fired much bigger consequences. Yeah, exactly um, there's actual consequences yeah. compared to what what it was like in class and like just getting into the 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 mindset of like being autonomous almost you know just waking up every day um going to work you know putting your hours in um getting out of work working out taking a shower and by the time like, it's like all right like i got some time to like you know browse U youtube or like watch an episode of uh of like house of cars on netflix or or like maybe read like a couple chapters of a book and then it's time to, be to, to go to bed and it's like i can't stay up past like 11 o'clock anymore but the it's crazy so hard. but the crazy thing is like we wake up at like 7 30 living with uh dave and hedging we wake up at like 7 30 even on weekends now and it, yeah it's like it's we wouldn't crazy. be able to do that uh during college at all and like just being organized like at work because i have to be right like i have to stay on top of things that just kind of shows at like how organized i am with my room or something like that because like these guys know like I wasn't like the cleanest guy <laughs> when I was in college, right? Like, I was like, that might be an understatement. <laughs> I was probably one of the messier guys that anybody knows. Like, clothes all around the floor, right? Like, my mom used to say, "Oh, like snakeskin," because my clothes. I was just like, take off my clothes and stay there. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I just understood what that meant. You know, so like, but like now, because I have to stay on top of things at, at work, I feel like. When I get home, I, I want to be in the same mood. Mm. Um, and that was the biggest challenge. Right. Just being into the, that, that mood. That routine and that. Yeah. So I guess, Dave, could you relate to that? Because I, it seems like, I mean, right after college and right after school, you didn't really have a break like Hajun did to like transition from like three months in Europe and then like finding a job and all that stuff. You kind of just like graduated or graduated from college got your master's in a year and then you went right into work so what was that transition like because it, that that was pretty abrupt in that way you're absolutely right i i really did think that it was abrupt and the thing that i realized the quickest after graduation was that the relationships that you make outside of school are so different than the ones that you'll ever that you've had in the past and i think that i learned that the hardest at work um not you know sh bashing on any of my coworkers, but definitely the relationship that i have with them 
will never be the relationship that I have with you guys here. And I think that I learned that the hardest because, you know, I was trying to be friends with my coworkers and trying to like make be more intimate in terms of relationships but i realize that people at work i don't know if it's like this for you guys but people at work are there to work for the most part maybe you'll go out to grab a drink at happy hour or whatnot but it's still strictly business when it comes down to it so that was one of the things that was toughest for me um because i, I think you guys know i do love meeting new people and i do love talking to new people but at the same time i realized quickly that the relationships that i do made I made outside of school were very different and that was really one of the toughest pills for me to swallow knowing that it's probably just going to be like that um, another thing that I realized was school doesn't prepare you at all and I know people say that I've heard that so many times growing up people that have graduated years before I did saying that you know the degrees really don't matter um, no matter what you guys end up studying, you know, you'll probably end up doing whatever, something different. I know, Hedgen, for you, that's the case. And for you, Kev, also. Um, it didn't really hit me until I graduated that school didn't really prepare me for life in general. Sure, I was able to do my job. But, you know, the other social aspects of life, the relationship making, going on grinding the day to day, even taxes. I just they had no idea how to do any of that stuff. But so, yeah, I mean, it was a big transition. What about for you, Erica? Did you experience any of that? No, I think that's like an interesting point. I think that I remember like I think it was maybe six months after I had graduated. I was thinking like, why? Like, why does work feel so different? And I realized that in undergrad and I don't know about you guys, but at least for my friends and myself, like everything we did was for like our, ourselves, like, you know, your classes, your majors, your internships you take, um, the activities you're part of, your leadership, like going to office hours, even like all of that essentially benefits yourself. So you spend four years focusing and only doing on things like doing things that are about you. And then you go to work and for however many hours a week, like 40 to 60 hours a week, it's about the team. It's about the client or the company or the profit. And so. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a very weird realization to to just think about how the focal points are different. Like, it's not about you. And you don't spend all that time every week on yourself. And it, I don't know. It was just a little unsettling. No, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't really think about it that way, but that makes a lot of sense. And I know Hejun's nodding in agreement, so I'm assuming you agree, Hejun? Yeah, so I'm an only child, so I always, I grew up, like, only thinking about me, 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 right? Um, even in college, like, um, I was always focused on my opinions. Um, and then if, like, I was, like, willing to butt heads with anybody who, um, didn't, like, agree with me, right? But now, like, when I first got my job, I find myself in the bottom of the totem pole. And I'm, like, I have to, like, kind of, like, pick my battles, right? And... Or like just realizing that like my boss isn't necessarily my friend. So I have to watch out what I have to say around her or what I do around her. Um, so <laughs> I, I have to agree with her. Like it, it's just like a eureka moment where like when she said that, I was like, oh my God, like that's so true. Right. Because right. all my life I was like, it's about me. But then now I, suddenly I have to um, like think about like, the, the whole team and the dynamics and and uh yeah that's that's so like refreshing to think about yeah, yeah no it's definitely an eye-opening experience something that i think that we're all still transitioning into to be completely honest so let's kind of take a step back right now that we've kind of expressed the changes that have impacted us thus far after graduation what's something that you wish you knew back in school that you know now so if you can go back um or if you could talk to yourself and you're you're about to graduate you're about to walk at your commencement if you could stop yourself and say one sentence a bit of advice anything to yourself what would it be knowing what you know now Hedgen, do you have any any advice any suggestions for yourself yes um so i'm gonna say it as more of an advice to uh, the grads to be in recent grads um it's okay to take it slow um 
I know when when I got out of school, like a lot of my friends, like including Dave and Kev,、um, they had found jobs like right out like right out of school. And Dave was still in school, but like he was pretty stable.、Um, Ak like you know he had amazing internships and ended up finding a job.、Uh, same with Tyler. Like just people around me were like having job like finding jobs, getting job offers, and. Like and you, you feel happy for them, right? And at the same time, you find yourself like,、oh, "What am I doing, right? Why aren't I getting jobs, right?" And I want to say to people who still haven't found jobs yet, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to take some time to yourself and like go travel,、um, or like find a new hobby, because when you start working, you're not gonna have any time to do that. You know, like. We have to accrue like ten hours per month to,、um, and we have to work hard to like earn those vacation days, and it's only like three weeks out of the whole year, and like I was so stressed when I first got out of school. Like, sure, like I was kind of getting away from everything when I traveled, but when I came back, it just hit me even harder. Right. So、um, I'm going to stop you right there because I think that is a very valid point,、um, and I completely agree with it. But I want you to explain why you think a lot of recent grads don't do that. It, it may seem obvious now why you did that. You know, that break really taught you a lot about yourself and what you need to do, and it was a time of refreshment. Refreshment. But why do you think a lot of undergrad students who just recently graduated struggle with that idea? This goes out to anyone who has taken any kind of break from school,、um, however long the duration. I think it's it's the pressure from society, right? Like、uh, after you graduate from school, you need to be working hard to make money and. And immediately, like, prepare for your retirement, pay off your student loans,、um, and like, if you if you miss a year, that's like an opportunity cost that that's just gone, right? Like, and if you don't find the job, you're like an outlier, you're a social outcast, like you have nothing to talk about. Because when you get out of school, the only thing you talk about is like, what do you do? Where is your job? Right? Like,、um, like. Where do you see yourself going, like, etc. And like, if you don't have a job, you have nothing to contribute to, and like, that's that's a scary thought because you know everything is about like social interaction, and if you have nothing to contribute, you're gonna be an outcast, and like, um, so like, just to like finish up my my advice is, um, if you are fortunate enough. To not have found the job yet, take some time to yourself and like, I don't know, maybe borrow a couple of thousand dollars from your parents and book a one-way ticket somewhere and、uh, really find yourself. Like,、um, I was reading a lot of books. I was reading a lot of. I was. I started writing, right?、Um, and when I came back, it was just like a big like weight on my shoulder. Um, it almost got to the point where I was like feeling depressed, and I was like telling my parents, "Like I, I need to see a doctor,"、um, and that's not healthy.、Um, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like it's okay. Like it took me about a year to find the job that, like, where I'm working now,、um, and that pays decently. And like you know, I have great support group like、uh, with my coworkers. So.、Um, It's okay that it takes time. Like, don't feel pressure to, to find the job right away. Because I think, like, Dave and Kevin like talk to me sometimes and they're like, "Oh, I wish I had gone on that trip too." Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that. Looking back on it, and it's it's interesting when you take a step back and really gain perspective on something and un- look back maybe two, three years ago and say, "Oh wow, that time period when I." Didn't have the greatest job or didn't have a job at all. Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things in terms of where I am now. It actually helped propel me to do the things that I'm doing at this moment in my life. So I I guess、um, I I mean listening to what Hedjun said, it makes a lot of sense to me.、Um, but I was actually 
So I had like an hourly paying job um, at the MLB Network place. So I was basically relying on my parents to help me out. And um, like that is one thing that I'm really thankful for that my parents were like, I'm privileged enough and had the ability to, you know, or my parents gave me the opportunity to just live at home and gave me the time to to survey what I wanted to do and and had the patience with me and to to figure out what I wanted to do because at that moment in my life I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I was kind of going back and forth between should I work in sports should I maybe go to grad school for something or whether that be law school go to med school I was still thinking about all these things and it like it's kind of crazy how starting freshman year in college I was thinking those same thoughts and then right after college I was still at this I felt like I was I didn't get any closer to the goal that I I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I I didn't feel like I got any closer to that but what I realized looking back um now as I as I'm prepping to go go to law school in the fall is that all those experiences in in between that this like three four year period of not really knowing what I was going to do it gave me opportunities to find out what I did not want to do and and sometimes that's really important um like Hedgen was saying like um I try to explore whether I wanted to do go go to med school and my dad's a physician so I got to see what he did and help him out and tour like see what his day was like and I was like eh, I don't know if that's really appealing to me um also like the sports stuff like uh it's a passion of mine I loved it but starting out it didn't pay great it doesn't pay great at all so like you like it's it's all that that what you're willing to uh tolerate in terms of pay um opportunity things like that um so there there's just a whole bunch of factors i guess that kind of bubbled up but like hedgen was saying i think i think the biggest uh advice that i could give to college students is don't put your identity in what in finding a job or what you do as a job because that doesn't define you as a person um there's a lot of other things that can can do that for you i know for me first and foremost it's you know my relationship with god that's something that that really helped me and and when i was really struggling with uh a lot of the same doubts and things that Hedgen was talking about in terms of, man, everyone has a job. Everyone has like a high paying job and is living on their own and not really relying on their parents. There, that that relationship with with God was helping me through that rough patch for me at least, um, and and that gave me, uh, gave me gave me an understanding that, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Having a job, having having this job is not as important as what it is, who I am, uh, what kind of person I am. Uh, so, Erica, I, after that long spiel of uh, getting to my advice, do you have any advice for, I guess, college students or what would you, yeah, what would you impart on them? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think that the two of you, Hedgen and Kevin, have really given a lot of insight into like not, you know, making work your identity and not making yourself feel like you have to reach certain milestones at milestones at a certain time and taking that pressure off of yourself. Um, so what I'm about to share is not to add pressure, but I would say that to recent grads to be very mindful about the decisions you make. Um, just before you make them, which probably sounds like, you know, think before you act. But there's this book that I read my senior year of college from just one of my older friends. It's called The Defining Decade. It's by Meg Jay. She writes that work, relationships, personality, social networks, and like even your brain change more in your 20s than at any other time in adulthood. 
And so she really encourages just young people to you know, be mindful about what they choose to surround themselves with and like how they make decisions in alignment to like who they want to become. So it's not necessarily to add pressure, but it's just to be very, very deliberate. I think we talk about being like being intentional all the time, but that word is totally overused. So I tend to use the word deliberate or purposeful. And I'm a big believer that like your perceptions and posture about a number of things or about people or about the world are shaped with like who you surround yourself with or like what you're, you surround yourself with or what you consume. Um, so like I would I would say, you know, be really mindful about what you read, what you what you watch, what you browse, like how you spend your hours, because that really shapes like who you become. Um, and to think about the people you keep in touch with, like your closest, closest friends who are your accountability group, who speak wisdom into your life or who can rebuke you. Um, even with new friends, just to see like, are these people I want to become like? Because those people will really shape your values and just your way of thinking. So, I mean, we're only three years out of college, which I mean, it, it feels so long ago, but it's only been three years. Like we're like 25 and trying to give wisdom in air quotes. Um, but I would say, yeah, just to be thoughtful. I think that's really good advice. Um, definitely that I wish I heard when I was graduating too, because when I first graduated, you know, there's always that sense of liberation, like you were saying, no more school and whatever, and you're feeling great because you, you, some of us were working. Uh, for myself, I really wish I knew how to manage my time better to be completely honest with you guys because even after you know how we were saying like we went back to school because we craved you know learning and just wanting to know more but if we really really wanted to at the end of the day we could have spent time to learn something new instead of watching netflix exactly. when we get yeah. home yeah so in the past three years there was mul there were multiple occasions that i can definitely think of when i didn't use my time wisely and it's something that I'm still struggling with. And I'm sure that, you know, if we're all honest here, we can definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, because for me, per sorry, personally, there's always things that, like you guys, there's things that I want to achieve in life. But I know that my lack of time management is some is can be very hindering to that. Hedgen, do you have anything to say about yeah, that? Yeah, but at the same time, um, you spend half your day at work, right? You spend your time looking at the computer screen and you know it's mentally exhausting sometimes right like because you have to meet a certain deadlines you have to suck up to your clients um you have to suck up to your boss right it's mentally exhausting and you can't get away from that there's no way of escaping it except like vacations and even then it's so hard to turn it off right because you have your phone you have your laptop and Inevitably, like your boss might reach out or your coworker might reach out. There's an emergency, yada yada. And like, sure, there are people who are like, oh man, I want to learn something like after work hours. That's totally fine. But like, I feel like most of the time I have to like kind of switch off from that. Like just staring at computer screens, stare, staring at phone screens. Like, and I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, roommates who are like, who, who are as, just as talkative as I am, as I am. So, like, when we switch off, like, we could watch. Uh, I have a question, though. Yeah. This is something that I've been struggling with personally okay. in the past few months, right? Okay. Transitioning into the here and now and where we're going. Okay. Um, do you think that you have that compartment, like, you start to compartment your life like that, like yeah. your life like that because exactly i can't even think of the word but you start doing that with your life because you don't actually love what you're doing because i'm not saying anything against what you're doing at work yeah. you know i really respect what you yeah. you know i really like what you're doing but at the same time i hear so many stories of people that have radically changed their life by pursuing something that they actually love sure. to do and when you read about their lives or you hear about their lives and their testimonies you start to hear that there is no distinction between their job and then their life so what do you love to do i'm still struggling with that okay i'm asking you do you think that you you know you're doing that with your life because you actually you know you're not really loving what you do sure okay yeah. um i think what people fail to mention uh, uh, i'll answer your question which is do i love what i do 
absolutely um i'm learning things that i've always like dreamt about doing right which isn't advertising um and eventually i want to become an like all-around marketer right and and my career progression like i'm rare where right i'm right where where right where i you want to be, be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um if i feel rushed or anything i just kind of take a step back and i'm i'm saying to myself i'm even fortunate enough to have a job where i can learn things and doing what i love right um but like what those people don't talk about i feel like is the um like the dark side of the moon right like the stuff that they don't talk they don't like talking about because it's not sexy you could hear all these success stories right like steve jobs bill gates there are a lot of people who try to do the same and never make it you never hear their stories right you never like when you go to a speaking seminar or anything like that a motivational speaker that's because they've succeeded right not because they've like failed like they've they've failed right multiple times but they eventually succeeded is what i'm saying right it's just like i feel like some of the stories are like instagram where like everyone's life is perfect right because you can take good photos and you're good eating good things and you're doing a lot of things with your significant other right and it's it's so easy to do that but like in the end you don't get to see their problems and like something that uh, my boss told me which really stuck with me was even if you love what you're doing there are some parts aspects of your job that you will not love doing right so for example i'm in advertising but um i have to like sometimes crunch numbers all day or like handle billing or stuff like that right and i would have never expected that like watching mad men or something you know uh but like there's certain aspects like day-to-day stuff that i don't enjoy doing and i'll I'll admit it but like if you look at it in a big picture like there are things that i love doing and that's why i'm sticking with it yeah it's it's kind of interesting hearing our conversation and i was just hearing the back and forth between dave and hedjun um and relating back to the stage of where are where the undergrads that are graduating now uh are feeling because there's i think for them um they can be either in a couple there's like two camps that they can be in they're very wide-eyed and looking forward to the next step of their life and saying wow i have this great job i'm looking forward to like working there and all these things or it could be I don't really have a job to look forward to. I'm still struggling to figure out what it is that I want to do and what the next step is in my life. So it's interesting to hear that distinction because it seems like it seems like some people uh, are like have steps in in their goal in their in their vision or their plan to eventually get to where they want to go and th- and they've reached the first step uh, by getting that ideal job right out of college but then there's some people and i i think i would put myself somewhat in this camp is kind of free like i don't know just kind of like exploring the things that interested me without making a commitment to it until i actually figured out what i really wanted to do I think that's an interesting way of going about it, but I also think that it's a weird trial and error thing, which is a little discouraging, obviously, because it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're spending most of your waking hours if if you're working, like, at work. Um, But I got some really great advice my senior year of college from one of my policy professors. She said that, like, you are very lucky if you like your first job. Like, you are just, you're, you're in the minority. And that, you know, with your first job, you figure out what you're good at, what you're not good at, um, what you like and what you don't like. And as you move to your second and third and fourth jobs, like you just find a job that's more of what you like and less of what you don't like because you're identifying those things as you go along. You know, as you have different projects and um, you start on different teams. And so you just keep tailoring it until, you know, you're in your 30s or 40s and you find a job that is really what you're good at and what you like. 
So I think sometimes like you just have to just dive right in. I don't know if that makes very much sense, but that's just what I've gone by. And I, th- I think it could be helpful for some people. Right. And I, I think it's, um, I agree with that. I, I can, I can agree that there's things that people struggle with, uh, right off the bat and say, Hey, I had this idealistic idea of what this job would be like and then it doesn't live up to that ex- those expectations and I would just tell those people that hey some like Hedrin was saying before you're not gonna like everything that you do for your dream job or for the job that you like and if if that job is required is a required next step in your in your career path then you know, some sometimes you're gonna have to stick it out. Like if I like the thing is for me, like I want to be a lawyer. Like I can't be a lawyer without going to law school and passing the bar. So those steps are required to reach that that goal. So there's no way you can go from point A to C without going to B. Um, so it sometimes you kind of have to grit your teeth and go through that and and really be determined and work through it. So to kind of wrap up our podcast, I know we touched a lot um, or upon a lot of topics, but I think I I really appreciated hearing everyone's opinions here. I think I did learn a lot. To kind of wrap up today's podcast, I wanted to ask you guys one final question, kind of to pick your brains. What's one thing that you're fearful of moving from this day forward? Sorry, it's two questions. So there's, there's that first one. And what's one thing that you're really expecting or excited about? So I'll start. One thing that I'm fearful about, to be completely honest, is complacency. Though we're trying to find something that we love to do or that we really like doing through that trial and error process, I fear that knowing myself, I may grow complacent and just go along with emotions without really trying to take those risks that may further my career into you know, finding what I really do love. Something that I'm expecting or excited about is the same thing. I'm really excited about that process. I'm not going to lie. I love that change. Um, I won't say like it's, it's an adrenaline rush or anything, but I really am excited to learn more about myself, the way that I will view the world in a little bit. Because this is three years after a graduation, and look how much that you know, we are, our, our perceptions have changed. So for myself, I'm really excited about that. What about you, Hajun? Uh what was it? so it's one thing that i'm fearful most what i'm most fearful about and one thing i'm most excited about um i would yeah i would say complacency is up there um and i guess one of my other fears is thinking thinking that like you know i love doing this and then finding out like later in life that i'm i don't um like right now i love what i'm doing right but what if it like 20 years down the road i find myself wait this like this isn't what i love doing you know like i don't know maybe regrets like having regrets um of like not trying something else and you know that's what's tough about having jobs is like you can like switch your majors and stay in school however you like and eventually find like the major that you're looking for but so it's so much harder to like jump from industry to industry or like from rules to rules uh, one thing I'm most excited about is um, is I'll get back to you <laughs> classic classic hedging like yeah classic hedging pass off uh, well, pass building off the, up the anticipation now this is a loaded question I would totally totally understand um, so most fearful moving forward. So I guess along the same you know, vein of what I was talking about, about you know, thinking about your decisions and where they're taking you, I think I experienced a lot of like, cognitive dissonance maybe like six months ago and just been reevaluating if, like, if I like who I'm becoming, as depressing as that sounds. Like at 25, do I like how I behave, you know, my relationships? just like the direction I'm heading in. And so I'm a little fearful about just like where I'll be a few years from now in like those regards, like in a more introspective sense. 
Um, and as for what I'm most excited about, I'm definitely excited for grad school. I don't think I'll be going for like another two years, so it's like a kind of far away. Um, but I, I think I'm very fortunate to know what I'm passionate about. I think that, you know, people always say like you're privileged to be able to do what you're passionate about, but I think that you're privileged to even like know what you're passionate about because a lot of people do, they, they just don't know. And it's, it's, it's just, you know, it's just different. And so just excited to pursue my career and, you know, looking forward to how my career trajectory plays out. So that's what I would say. So yeah, that sounds, that's like pretty interesting in terms of what you're talking about in in terms of do I like who I'm becoming or do I like the person that you know that it that maybe I thought of five years ago and is it the person that I like being now um it I I guess it's kind of along the lines of that in terms of for me um what I'm fearful of is do do I want to like I guess um one of the ideas that um patrick which is a mutual friend of ours and he he talks about he's in law school right now at gw and he talks about this thing called the golden handcuffs and he basically talks about um being shackled to the job because of what you're getting paid instead of actually liking what you're doing um because of you know as life goes on um, I know for me, I, I would like to get married and have kids and all those types of things. And as someone that is being able to support those people, it it's hard to it's hard to just kind of be so flippant and say, eh, I don't like this job anymore. I'm gonna take like a thirty thousand, twenty thousand dollar pay cut to to in order to pursue what I want to do. So it, for me, I, I don't know if at that moment in my life, will I be able to say, hey, am I making sacrifices for, the, for my family that I create? Or do I kind of be a little bit selfish and go for what I want to do? And I think that's a tough decision. And obviously, um, it's so hard to make a decision like that so far in advance. Um, because you never know what the circumstances of that decision are. But I think that's what I'm fearful of. Um, having the opportunity of my dream um, to go go work in a sports team or go work for a sports team, but because the job that I'm working in, working in provides a nice lifestyle and a nice paycheck, uh, does, that, does that equate to happiness for me? Um, and my family or does it just am I just trying to be selfish about it and then I guess what I'm most excited about is I think um, I'm a big relationships type of person in terms of like keeping up with relationships uh, that are that are very meaningful to me and I think a big part of now looking back in terms of me moving from constantly back from Washington DC to New Jersey then back to DC then you know back to Jersey back to DC was a lot of a lot of the thing roots that were you know here and planted during college were my friends that were here um Dave Hedjun Andrew Thomas Tyler they were all down here they were like my roommates in in college and I really valued their friendship and there that was one of the bigger reasons why I decided to come back down here um, when I got that law job instead of staying at the uh, MLB network job because in some ways I felt I felt that even though maybe I wouldn't like the job the job as much I would like the social environment environment better so I'm really looking forward to seeing how those relationships friendships progress and um seeing whether i can make new friends and how that how that works out so that's what i'm really excited about um so i guess just to wrap up um i just want to thank you guys for kind of i'm gonna let you finish oh, oh okay 
So I won't let you finish, but uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hedrin can go back. We we can, he he's gonna talk about what he loves the mo- like what or not what yeah, he's something loves, that I'm really excited, excited about, about. I got it. Um, <laughs> he needs that extra five minutes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it, is to like challenge myself further, and um, I'm really looking forward to, um, you know mentoring people because right now uh we are at a life stage where we're being mentored um uh, we're soaking in all this knowledge and we're we're in a position we where we um seek advice and take advice um but I'm, like you know in a few years three to five years we're gonna be in a position where we can um give more advice right um and i'm really looking forward to that like being able to share my story like this and um finding you know people who who might be in similar situations and being able to say hey this was my life story and um you know you might find similarities and um you know this is something i can give you um and being in the position like yeah that's what i'm really looking forward to yeah, and just to finalize and conclude this conversation, I think this was really good. I think that while we were talking individually, there were things that we realized um, about ourselves that maybe we haven't vocalized all these years and we were just beginning to realize. I think it's really interesting to see that we were able to be vulnerable about this. I think that we're going to be able to look back at this maybe in three years and say, wow, we were really dumb or wow you know we you know there were things that we were really working through at that time in life and i agree with you wholeheartedly Hachun. you know i think it's all about making that story um whether it's up or down to be able to share that story so that other people can relate to so kev if you want to sign us off it was a pleasure to have you erica thank you again for joining us thanks again to Hedjun for being a consistent podcast member and kev Hey guys, uh, be on the lookout next week for a new episode of Mama We Made It. Bye.